Chapter 7 of The Ladder of Rickety Rungs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeff Butterfield, Olathe, Kansas, Skypigeon at Comcast.net. The Ladder of Rickety Rungs, Chapter 7 Miss Knapp and the Nodlin School. Wandell and Sue and the seven children of Blink all woke at precisely the same minute next morning, and came down to breakfast when, for over an hour, Blink had been about his business of being king of Nodland, for people came to him with every kind of trouble for him to settle. That very morning, one old woman, who lived down near the sleep sand pit that Blink always kept near the river Sneep, came to Blink and said her husband wouldn't work, he just slept all the time, and she had to go taking in washings to earn a living for her family. Blink settled the matter by ordering them to move across the Snape to the far side of Nodland, where the sand would not give so much trouble. I have since been told that there is no more industrious man in all of Blink's realm than this same man. That shows the kind of things Blink has to deal with, and how he deals with them. Slum that morning had been quite as busy as his master. Already he'd packed the bag of sleep sand that Blink was to carry to Falkland that night. Dora saw it and said, Why, Papa, the bag isn't nearly at all full. I know it, Dora, but I shan't have Wandell and Sue there to put to sleep tonight, and it always takes so much sand just for them. It is funny, said Wandell, how I never want to sleep at home, but here I almost wish I could sleep all the time. And Sue said, Me too. I could go off to sleep right this minute. I don't see how your children keep awake at all, Blink. Well, Blink replied, for one thing... I keep them away from the sand pit as much as I can, and besides, they get rather used to it. When you and Wandell reach home, there will be a long time I can put you to sleep without using any sand at all. When I come near you, I will just think about sand, and that will be enough to get you to sleep. But what are we up to today, then? After school, I mean. Then Snora begged her papa to let them stay at home. You ask him too, Snoo. But that is where Snora was surprised. For this is what Sue said. Oh, please, go to school, Snora, so we can go, too. I never saw a nod school. So they all went to school that day. It was not just a private school, either. Blink might have had teachers just for his children, because Snuggle and the rest of them are princesses and princes in the land of Nod, and I suppose this is the only royal household that ever was that sends its children to school along with the rest of the children of the land. Anyway, Wandell and Sue caused quite a commotion, and you may well believe that Snuggle was a proud young woman as she walked into the school with the young strangers. Everybody looked in wonder, and I am afraid that some of them even stared impolitely. Of course, everywhere you will find some children who stare, so I suppose we need not be surprised or shocked to learn that some of the Nod children have been known to stare. But really, they stared with a good reason that day. Nobody there had ever seen a folk boy or a folk girl before, or a grown-up folk either, for that matter. It was just as strange as it would be to you yourselves to see a boy or a girl from Kumtazululand walk into your schoolroom. Of course, you don't know where Kumtazululand is, and I shall be very much surprised if you can even pronounce it. But that only shows how very strange it would be to see a come to Zululander walk into your school. And I can assure you that Wandell and Sue made quite as strange a sight to the Nod children. 
only they didn't know they were folk children. Even Miss Knapp, the teacher, wasn't sure of it until Snuggle introduced them. Miss Knapp herself, I may say, almost stared at the visitors for half a minute to make sure they looked like the pictures she had seen in the Nod school books. She even pinched Sue's cheek and pulled Wandell's nose. Suddenly she stopped. Why, that isn't the way folks' tops are, she said to Snuggle. Wait till I get my book. She took from a drawer in her table a book called A Nod Spy in Falkland, a book that you could put a half dozen of in your pocket, they're that small. See, she said, turning through the pictures, they have high heads with rings round here. So, some are high and round, and others are high and flat. They are the most absurd-looking things. Oh, cried Sue with glee, they're hats. We put them on our heads to keep them warm, to keep our heads warm, I mean. And these rings are just rims to the hats to keep the sun and the rain from our eyes, I suppose. Then she added, don't you ever have hats in Nodland? No, replied Miss Snap. And what's more, I hope we never shall. Really, little girl, you don't think they're pretty, do you? But Sue only laughed and said that they were not supposed to be pretty, she supposed, especially nightcaps. Then Miss Snap introduced Wandell and Sue to the school. Children, she said, taking the hands of the two visitors in her own, these are little strangers from Folkland. They are the first that have ever come to us in all the history of our beloved Nodland. Then, turning to Wandell and Sue, she said, Our geography lesson this morning takes up the study of Folkland and its people, and I am glad my pupils can see some real folks. They will remember their lessons in geography then. She said it as much as you would say when you visited the animal tent at the circus the first time and saw the armadillo. There, you would say. I'm glad I have seen an armadillo. I'll always remember now what an armadillo is like. Then the pupils sang a patriotic song about Nodland, beloved Nodland, and the geography class came after. First she called on Hanty Zick to recite. Hanty, she said, what are the wild animals of Folkland? And Hanty began, bears, automobiles, Hanty stopped short. He was fast asleep. Snora, said Miss Knapp, will you please put down the windows? Why do you do that? asked Sue. And Snora told her that when the wind blew from that direction, it brought a lot of sand from the sleep sand pit and made everybody sleepy so that they did not do well in their recitations. Now the bottom and back of the schoolroom seats in Nodlin are covered with soft velvety cloth like folks' chairs, only a lot more comfy. Why, what a nice place to sleep, said Sue. And just then, Miss Knapp brought back to his seat the sleeping Hattie and let him sleep on. Ninety-seven, said Miss Knapp to a tiny miss in the front row. Can you tell us the wild animals of Folkland? The little ninety was already asleep. In fact, she had fallen asleep as soon as she came into the room, and though she sat straight up in her seat, she never saw the two folk visitors at all. Afterwards, she told Miss Knapp she would rather sleep than see folks anyhow. Things went better with Cam. Cam, poor chap, never had a first name. Or a last name, I don't know which. He just had a name. He had lots of freckles, though, and that makes up for not having another name. And besides, he had a snub nose and red hair and was in four and sometimes five places at once he was that active. He really deserved to have half a dozen names if other boys who just sleep all the time can have two. Cam! said Miss Knapp. What are the wild animals of Folkland? 
Tigers, said Cam bravely, and caterpillars, and mosquitoes, and elephants, and streetcars, and camels, and bats, and mares, and balloons. It was not much of a list, you will agree. But then there was quite a lot of it, such as it was, and that is always something. And also, he got a big A on it, because when he got to elephants, Miss Knapp fell asleep, and the school all went home for the day. And it was just as well they did so, for Miss Knapp slept all day in her chair, quite till dinner. When the Blink children were coming away, Snuggle said, How do you like our school, Wandell? I am not sure, said Wandell. When do you learn things? Oh, sometimes we stay awake for a whole day. We have been known to, said Snuggle. We learn a great deal then, and if we go to sleep, we learn it the next day. I have known it to take a week to learn just one thing. I think that is a very good kind of school, said Sue. End of chapter 7